time to get your travel tips now. Mike Yardley is taking us all on a trip to Cape Cod this morning. Kia ora, Mike. Kia ora, Jack. Very quickly, before Cape Cod, I was thinking I would rather be in Auckland this weekend than Norfolk Island. Yes. Yes, I think that's probably a safe call. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be wild on Norfolk Island. I mean, I know, you know, Pacific Islands and, and um, you know, tropical islands often, you know, they're, they're kind of normalised to big storms and cyclones and that kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, from, from all accounts and what the forecasters are saying, it's going to be pretty wild there. Hopefully yeah. there's not too much damage there. It would be great if the cyclone just made its way out to sea and fizzled out. But, um, yeah, for the time being, we all have to kind of take the... You know, take the warnings pretty seriously, eh? Indeed. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All the best, people. Hey, there are so many sweet spots to Cape Cod. So where would you say is a good base? This is the biggest conundrum, Jack, because you could opt for Provincetown at the northern tip, uh, and or you could go for the luxury bolt holes like Martha's Vineyard. So I think if you really wanted to do Cape Cod proper, you would need to burn through quite some weeks. Yeah. Um, I took a very quick dip uh, with the Cape, and I settled on Hyannis as my base because it's very centrally located, a lot of really cool stuff in close proximity. And the town itself, based around a really eye-catching harbour, it's got a stack of museums, great art scene, fantastic dining, it's sort of like a distilled version of Cape Cod. Yeah, that sounds so good. It's a, um, you know, it's a pretty popular part of the world, but there's so many attractions, and one of them is a great pirate museum. This is so good, Jack. I mean, it's just extraordinary what you can see in this museum. So yeah. the Wider was this authentic pirate ship uh, that was the first uh, authentic shipwreck ever discovered from the Golden Age of Piracy. It was a, discovered about 40 years ago after it sunk in a storm off the Cape Cod coast about 300 years ago. And within the museum, this is the only place in the world where you can see real pirate treasure. You know, your gold and silver oh. coins. And it's just so incredible. And these were salvaged from the ocean floor. Um, before sinking the wider, I reckon was like the Ram Raider of the ocean. <laughs> she funded treasure from 53 ships. Oh, my God. Um, the discoveries from her graveyard are just ongoing. Two years ago, for example, archaeologists recovered six skeletons inside these huge concretions uh, from the ship's watery grave. So anything that's discovered down there, uh, they put on display at the museum. It is an absolute blockbuster. What about the Kennedy Trail? Yes, well, in the heart of Hyannis, you've got the JFK Museum. And I tell you what, when I walked into this museum, Jack, I felt like I was walking through a giant family photo album. It is just so poignant. It is a museum that is packed with pathos. It is stunning. And just below uh, the Hyannis Port Golf Course, where JFK would swing his clubs, yeah. Of course, you've got the fabled Kennedy compound. And if you are cheeky like me, you can pretend you are looking for a lost dog and just walk around all those <laughs> private lanes <laughs> around the exterior of the Kennedy compound and get a really good look at the uh, of the houses. Yeah. Um, the air down there just seems pregnant with the sense of history. Yeah. Um, and by the way, speaking of that golf course, I got a really good top tip from a local. Get up to the golf course car park at dusk. Uh, and you will get the most treacle-dripping sunset across Nantucket Sound 
with a big American flag flapping in the breeze from the clubhouse. That oh. is just yeah, that sounds great. Okay, that's a that's a really good tip. JFK, um, he protected the 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 shoreline, the Cape Cod National Seashore. So, were there any highlights? Well, it's going to be the lighthouses uh, and those blissfully undeveloped stretches of White Sand Beach. Lots of wetlands, a lot of birding goes on at the yeah. National Seashore. Um, but I had to check out a clutch of lighthouses. The most iconic one would be what they call Norset's Light. And um, it's funny, actually. When I went there, Jack, I noticed there were all these tourists sort of standing around like schmucks holding <laughs> packets of potato chips. Huh. And I, it, it dawned on me <laughs> that the Cape Cod potato chips, uh, the uh, symbol is the Norset Lighthouse. So people take potato chip bags down to Norset Light to get a oh. photo of their chips. Oh. As you um, the other really cool thing while you're in the area, the Chatham Marconi Maritime Centre. Now, this was a major World War II military installation, and once it was the U.S. East Coast busiest ship-to-shore station. So that is a pretty cool place to yeah, check out. Yeah, that sounds awesome. What about a taste of the Cape? Signature eats? I'm thinking lobster. Oh, my God, yes. Lobster roll, <laughs> plant chowder. I even had... Um, lobster quesadillas at this really cool place called the Black Cat Cabin, which overlooked Hyannis Harbour. It's such a great spot. Uh, really good raw oysters uh, in Hyannis. Uh, I went to a place called Spanky's Clam Shack, and uh, they... <laughs> I love their names. They actually scoop um, just a constant, like, conveyor belt of awards yeah. for their food. Um, but really, it is the lobster. So you just have to stuff yourself, silly, with your lobster rolls, follow it up with your Cape Cod potato chips in front of Norset Lighthouse, and you can quite safely say you've been to Cape Cod. Oh, so good. I love the just the crazy abundance of lobsters in that part of the world, right? Like only some, only a region that has like more lobsters than they can eat ends up making lobster quesadillas. Don't you think? It's so good. Where's a good place to stay, Mike? Well, I think what people um, sort of conjure when they hear Cape Cod are Cape Cod-style houses. And the thing that really struck me, Jack, is driving around, um, those houses, that style of houses, they are the norm, not the cliché exception. Even new builds around the Cape embrace that classic architectural style. You know, you see the shingles and your dormer windows and so forth. So you really want to stay in a Cape Cod-style house. I went to a fantastic little B&B in Hyannis called C Street, and I just loved it. The guy that runs it, Adrian Dombrosi, he was a former Wall Street analyst, had a midlife um, crisis, decided he wanted a career change. He's a gun chef, so his breakfasts are amazing, and it's a really hot place uh, for foodies to go to, a real foodies favourite. When I was staying there, for example, Martin Scorsese's former personal chef was a resident. It's that sort of place, yeah. and it's surprisingly inexpensive. C Street Inn. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds so good. So am I, because the Cape's not very long, eh? It's only about maybe 30 or 40 k's long. Is that about right? Yeah, I think the national seashore itself is 40 miles. Yeah, right. It's not a, it's not a huge area. And no. when you look at it, it's like a sort of a giant curled arm jutting into the Atlantic. Like someone so, flexing their bicep kind of thing. Totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so very easy to road trip around, but if you want to do it um, justice, as I say, you really do need weeks there because yeah. there are just so cool spots. I don't suppose you uh, had a little dip in the Atlantic? 
<laughs> Too cold, Jack. Yeah, I was going to say the one thing I know about Cape Cod is that yeah, sailing might be popular around Cape Cod, but I'm not sure that too many people are braving the water. Certainly not at this time of year, eh? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very good. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. That sounds fantastic. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. <sighs> and when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, a, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.